Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. Do you know who I am? Of course you do. It's me, Bully Ray. Today, I am joined by Ryan McKinnell. We got a full Monday Night Raw breakdown, talking about the things we liked and a couple of things that we didn't like and what they can be doing better over there. Couple of things we normally don't talk about. Talking about a little bit of rock and roll, and our very own Gabby Laspisa talks about how she can one-stroke a chicken wing. Yes, you heard right. One-stroke a chicken wing. That and so much more right here on the Busted Open Podcast. An absolute banger. About a half an hour, that triple threat. Drew McIntyre taking out AJ Styles and Matt Riddle to earn his place in the money in the bank match coming up here in a couple weeks. What did you think of that main event? How could you not love it? Yeah. First, first thing I loved about it, you mentioned it, they gave it time. <clears throat> half hour. Half yep. hour TV time. Yeah, you got your commercial breaks, whatever, but gave that time. Those three performers are definitely going to give you uh, an incredible match. I mean, I you know, you, you talked about how Dynamite closed out. I'm not making any comparisons here. I'm just saying exciting matches. You know, Kenny and yep. Jungle Boy is an exciting match. You know, and then you have Eddie Kingston talking about the other company. Well, the other company gave you just as much of an exciting match in uh, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, and Matt Riddle. Uh, if if I'm if I watched correctly last night, they even tried to protect Riddle. They gave him the Spirit of 76 spot where he got hurt, and then he came back down to the ring, and then he took the pin. Right, Ryan? Or did I miss something? Yep. Yeah, so no, that's, they that, protected, that's how it played out. Yep. They protected him a little bit. They, they were going to beat him, but they showed how much of a warrior he was and how much he wanted to come back and get the job do- done for Randy. So you show his heart. You show his spirit. He didn't win. Now Randy comes back la- next week or whenever and goes – Hey, man, you were in that match for me, and you lost. Storytelling. Now we're going to see how Randy and Riddle can get along after this. I'm enjoying it on all levels. I am, too. Physicality, and, and great. Selling, great. Registering, great. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's, you, can't, you can't pick this apart. Everybody did their job. Uh, the re- I, you know what I will say? And I've said this before about th- this one referee. He 
he commands my attention entirely too much. And I believe this is referee Rod Zapata. I, and this was the guy, this was the referee who got all the heat uh, in the Hell in a Cell match between Seth Rollins and The Fiend. Remember that that referee who decided to stop the match? Yeah. I mean, I okay. remember the anyway, match. I don't remember the referee. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the referee offhand, but I remember that match. The one critique that I have of him is I see him entirely too much after every single move not not even death defying moves after every single move i see him right there next to the wrestler whispering in the wrestler's ear last night i think i saw him grab drew mcintyre's wrist like why is a referee touching and and grabbing a wrist and doing all this is like dude you're not meant to be seen that much get out of the shot I want to look at Drew McIntyre selling. I want to look at his face. And then all of a sudden, here comes a referee sliding in. I'm like, wait, what is he doing there? Yeah, you can check on a, uh, You can check on somebody, but you don't have to be humping their face to check on them. And, and this happens entirely too much. I see this referee in too close to the competitors, checking on them way too much. Now, I actually have Raw on in the background right now, and as soon as I glanced away, there he was checking on Riddle (laughs) after a very basic move. I mean, come on! You know, one of the things that uh, some fans talk about with with, with AEW is is Aubrey Adams. You know, it seems Mm -hmm. like she's entirely too visible at times. Referees should not be that visible. Earl Hebner was never that visible. Tommy Young was never that visible. Um, 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 Hebner's son uh, was never that. All the greatest referees, they were never that visible. Now, all of a sudden, we have referees who seem like that they want to be as big of a part of the match as the performers. And they shouldn't be. Well, you bring up just a little thing. Well, you, well, it's a little thing, but the little things are what matter most, right? Especially in pro wrestling where nuance is, is the be-all, end-all, at least for a lot of people. Certainly uh, for fans like yourself and, and myself, Bully, um, you, you talked about not being noticed, right? That's a telltale sign of a great referee. And I think you either you and I talked about this last week or Mark and I did, but another thing on Monday Night Raw, and you can correlate it to the announce booth. And uh, another person, you talk about flying under the radar, uh, Bubba or Bully, we're, we're, how, how many weeks are we into? I don't want to say the, the Jimmy Smith experiment because I, I hope it's not an experiment, but Jimmy Smith being the new voice of Monday Night Raw, Bully, that's something that he is doing so well by my estimation is just flying under the radar, calling the action, and being just even keel, not making himself noticed. It, it's such an important thing, uh, whether you're a referee or on the announce table. It, it's always better to like look back. At, like So like a, a, a great call for... From, from JR or take your picks of anyone who's made great calls over the history of professional wrestling. You don't really notice the call when it happens. You notice it 15 years down the road when you revisit it. You're, you're always enveloped in the emotion. You just want it to feel natural, right? It goes for referees. It goes for announcers. Um, but yeah, when you brought up that about the referee on Monday Night Raw, the first thing I thought of was Jimmy Smith. I think Jimmy has been doing a great job. He has been yeah. out there with the mentality of get in, get on, get off, get out. That's it. I'm going to say what I got to say. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to chime in if I don't know. And I'm going to let Corey and Byron do the rest. I think it's really working. I've also 
I've become a fan of Jimmy because I just like the tone of his voice. I'm not an yeah. MMA fan at all, Ryan. Okay, but every once in a while, when unlocking the cage, when I'm in my car and unlocking the cage is on, I will listen. Jimmy makes MMA enjoyable for me, and I got to give props where props are due. He's not with us anymore, but so did Luke Thomas. Luke was really oh, yes. good. Like. Do, Ryan, I'll go as far to say I could care less about MMA. If we never saw an MMA match again, I would not care. That's how much not a fan I am, <laughs> you know? But these guys make the world of MMA entertaining for me, listening to them tell the stories or their assessments, their point of views. And that's pretty much the highest compliment you can pay to a radio person, right? Is if you tune into yep. somebody's show that you're not really a fan of, but they can make you interested in the subject matter. So I think Jimmy does great with unlocking the cage. I'm enjoying what he does on Monday Night Raw, and I wish they never had chosen Adnan Verk first, and I don't know why they did. Like, listening to Adnan Verk and listening to Jimmy, I, 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 don't, I, don't, even, I, I don't even see where it would have been a, you know, a, a, a competition. Like, like, it's Jimmy all the way. Do, do you have any opinions on why they may have went with Adnan Verk first? Maybe his social media following was bigger, but we're not talking extraordinary numbers here. Yeah, no, I, 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 I maybe it was the his his linking and his familiarity with the stick and ball sports. He's MLB Network, and he's got that sort of rub. Maybe they were looking for that in the similar way that I feel like they're looking for a little bit of context from the MMA side with Jimmy. You can bring a little bit of that realism. Maybe they were looking for something in regards to that. Bully. I mean, if they needed somebody who was very familiar with a stick and ball sport, they should have asked LaGreca. Well, there you go. Wait. <laughs> Wait. On, I missed the I missed the Come e. on, I, Ryan. I thought I thought you were Come being on, complimentary Ryan. of your Tuesday host, Dave LaGreca. I should have known better. Um I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's, um, I got, I, you talk about MMA. I got I got MMA today coming up in, in at nine o'clock Pacific. I got five hours today. I'm trying to part. I'm trying to space out my uh, my my energy here, bully. I totally that went totally went over my head. <laughs> so let me ask you this: We like we can both agree that we like the main event. Is there anything else from Monday Night yeah. Raw that really stuck out to you? Um, outside. Okay, so the main event I really enjoyed. Um, I loved, like I said, like Riddle kind of playing the stoner goofball that uh, was embodying the spirit of uh, of Randy Orton. I liked the back and forth between Kofi um, and MVP, and then Bully. Probably the thing that I enjoyed most uh, didn't well. The ending we can get to, but that match between Ricochet and John Morrison, Prince Puma and Johnny Mundo, a little throwback to uh, Lucha Underground, brother. I loved, loved, loved that match um, right up until the end. And you know what? The end, it wasn't that bad of an end. It came with that huge high spot where to the uh, to the to the barricade and the cross body. That was really cool. So if you're going to have a double count out, at least it came on the heels of absolute fucking chaos. Uh, so why? Why? Are you saying that you didn't necessarily like the end? And and other people chimed in on social media who didn't like the end. Why? Like, what didn't make sense? We got a we got a spec a spectacular, you know, top rope, um, whatever, you know, ricochet dive to the outside that looks like when sold appropriately should keep you down and out of the ring and out of the match for at least ten seconds, and that's what we got. So. 
Yeah. Most yeah. of the time, we're talking about how these big spots are not sold appropriately or not registered appropriately and just mean absolutely <clears throat> nothing. Last night, I saw something spectacular that actually meant something. Because I'll be yeah. damned if you're just going to do that move and be able to get back in the ring. It kept them both out for the finish. Yeah, I think it was, I think for me, Bully, it was just my inner mark, just wanting to see a clean finish and how much I enjoyed the match. But that's a testament to how good the match was because it was that initial emotion that I felt. And when you really contextualize it and get down to it, it's probably the perfect finish. See, here's what's screwed up, Ryan. Last night's double countout, okay, makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. It's because yeah. we see this happen when it doesn't make perfect sense. And it's not necessary to do that exactly. takes away from last there night. There you go. There are so many times where they don't need to go there, but they do go there because, oh, we don't want to beat this person or we don't want to beat that person. No, beat somebody. Fans will be a lot happier with that than some kind of wonky finish. And then when you give them the wonky finish, it's not going to make sense. Last night it made sense. I had no problem with it. And as a guy who... Uh, listen, I appreciate crash and burn spots. I love them when they're done in the right place for the right time. Most of the time, I think they are not done at the right place in the right time. Last night, it was. So I appreciate it and I liked it. And Ricochet is very slowly turning a corner. I don't believe in Ricochet because I don't think Ricochet believes in himself. I'm not talking about in the ring. I'm talking about on the mic. Whenever I hear this guy talk, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm not afraid of you, blah, blah, blah. You're just a spot guy. But he's gone to the black jeans, the cutoff. He's got a little bit more of an edge to him. I want to see that edge come out more. And I've been saying this about Ricochet for a long time. I want to see the right guy breathe down Ricochet's neck to bring out that edge, to make him fight. I want to see Ricochet punch guys in the face and then hit these springboard moves on them. Go to your wrestling and your physicality first, then do the high spot because it'll make the high spot mean that much more. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Got to ask you a question, Ryan. We were talking about Matt Riddle and and the world of MMA that he had come from. So you're a big MMA guy. Uh, I have to ask you your opinion on somebody. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Okay. Give me your broad stroke take on what Shayna Baszler used to be in the MMA, what she used to be in NXT, and what she has turned into now losing to, uh, last night, uh, Nikki Cross, better known as now Nikki Ash, almost a superhero. Who does not look bad in her superhero outfit, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, we might have to we might have to shelve that for a little bit later in the show. <laughs> yes, bully bully Ray, big fan of Nikki Cross in her uh, in her new look, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, bully, you asked about Shayna Baszler. Listen, uh, during her mixed martial arts run. Um, she fought in the UFC, had had a couple good fights. She was never um, championship or contender type material, right? But a really solid fighter, tough as nails, uh, fundamentally sound, ground-based fighter, wrestler background, uh, and then, as you know, Bully, had that background with Josh Barnett, uh, the, 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 the mixed martial artist who also, uh, Billy Robinson, very much steeped in the uh, history of pro wrestling. So Josh was a big pro wrestling guy. Shayna uh, loved pro wrestling Shayna I remember in those in her earlier fights she had the queen of spades gimmick even in mixed martial arts and she came out with like a flying V guitar and she was like this rocker chick that was Barnett's influence right from Japan so he was already grooming her to bring a little bit of that uh, that entertainment and that pizzazz right so obviously mixed martial arts the four horse women she's friends with Ronda Rousey MMA doesn't really work out she transitions to professional wrestling then we know what happened in NXT, right? Build as the overall shoot fighter, essentially general mixed martial arts pro wrestling badass, right? Like top of the food chain, wreck your life, tough as nails, Shayna Baszler. Now, good God, she went from a vampire to, to, to Becky Lynch to, to to tag team champ to, to I, I, I don't know what we're living now, Bully. It's like so many that get called up or that transition from NXT, they land on the main roster and then they suffer from a lot of disjointed storytelling, right, Bully? I feel like that's happened with Shayna Baszler. We've lost the way of what she was supposed to be, what she could be. Um, it, it, it is really unfortunate because they do, on some level have a gem bully and and in my opinion she's not being used correctly so as a fan of mma and as a fan of pro wrestling as you are if you had the pencil what would you have done with Shayna baszler or what would you be doing now with her 
Um, some sort of I would have introduced her as an enforcer role. Ideally, you would have had, you know, Ronda Rousey there and, and you know, built her up as more of a heel and had Shayna, you know, take some of that heat and do some stuff with it. Um, uh, yeah, something like that in regards to that. Something that plays on her 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 reality, right, which is what she can probably wreck, I don't know, 30, 40 percent of the men's locker room if she really wanted to. I mean, just on technique alone, she's tough as nails. She's got legit fighting skills that goes back more than a decade. And none of that is being highlighted. Highlight what you have. Work with what you've got, bully. I don't know if I have a, a specific thing I would like to see from her. And I don't need to even say she doesn't need to be at the top of the card. Just use her in the ways that she's meant to be used and that's that's realism normally when we get a talent like Shayna Baszler and Vince tries to put a lot of personality on them um mm. they go the opposite direction but I don't even see where the personality comes from her uh, uh, whether it's a character whether it's an in-ring performer I believe that they are stripping her of almost every uh, God-given piece of talent that she has. Yeah. She she basically is becoming glorified enhancement talent these days. I don't know why they would be doing this. It it almost sounds like if I if I if I were to see it tomorrow, I was like, "Damn, girl, who do you have heat with?" Now, listen, winning and losing is no big deal. But my point is this: Why are we not doing more? with a woman that we could have built to the credibility of a Ronda Rousey. Listen, Ronda in the world of MMA, um, considerably more accomplished than Shayna Baszler, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. But with the, with the power of the pencil <clears throat> in professional wrestling, we can make anybody as credible as anybody else in the stroke of, uh, of a pencil. Why can't we do that with Shayna? That's been my thing. I, I, I'm looking at a credible fighter who I you said could, you know, take 30 to 40 percent of the men, uh, you know, in the locker room, let alone wipe out the entire women's division if she wanted to. Mm -hmm. And we have this woman hooking her legitimate guillotine chokes on other women like Alexa Bliss and having Alexa Bliss reverse right out of it. I know that didn't happen last week, but it happened a couple of w a weeks ago. Right. And it, it, it was it was two seconds worth of time in a match, but I almost, uh, I, I jumped out of my chair yelling and screaming because I'm like, no, this is so wrong. If, despite everything that has happened with Shayna, if she hooks a rear naked choke on a gimmicky gimmick character like Alexa Bliss, if Alexa Bliss wants to use her her black magic to get out of it, okay, that's one thing. But to just reverse out of it, to me, that's that's really bad for Shayna. So I, I just wanted to get your take as an MMA guy, if that resonates with yeah. you or if it just kind of goes right over your head and you just don't care anymore. No, I mean it's well. There's a lot of that in, in in pro wrestling, especially on Monday Night Raw, or or with that disjointed storytelling where they make it hard to care, right? Like, uh, I, I don't think that's just unique to Shayna Baszler. Although I think you bring up um, great points, Bully. Right? You have something in this situation with Shayna that's tailor made, right? You have a story, multiple different stories. The tentacles can reach in many different directions, and not only 
are you not focusing on it? Bully, I don't think they've really ever focused on it. They've made reference to her background, right, briefly here and there. But in terms of Rousey, in terms of that legit badass shoot fighter, like very rarely does that get highlighted. And that's her strongest point, right? It's not really anything else. Ryan, didn't this woman about a year ago destroy five other women in the elimination chamber? Great point. I mean, how did we get from there to here? Ugh. What went wrong? Where did it get wrong? Like, I need to be able to put my thumb right, my finger right on and go, oh, <laughs> okay, this happened, thus the demise of Shayna Baszler. Like, oh, at catering, she pissed on Vince's cornflakes. That's why we have the demise. Like the day before, she won the Elimination Chamber. Then the day after, she pissed on Vince's cornflakes. Thus, the demise of Shayna Baszler. I just don't get it. Like, I think you can build this woman into something. And I still think there's hope. <laughs> and not retribution hope, but real hope for Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna needs to have that moment where she says, enough is enough. Remember in in, uh, in Rocky 3 where Rocky looks himself in the mirror? And basically, you know, uh, enough is enough. Yeah. Uh, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. I think that that's what Shayna needs, her there is no tomorrow attitude. I think she needs to have, she needs to put the gun to her, her own head and become this the, the credible woman's wrestler that we could forget about woman credible wrestler we know she can be all right let's head out to the hotline we got someone who wants to chime in on this subject he is my co-host on saturdays and oh he's a hall of famer too it's the one and only world's strongest man mark henry what's up mark what's up guys i'm sitting here listening to the show man and i realized that bully is a genius because I saw it too, and you don't. You saw it in Naomi when that they were doing the job. I knew they were doing the job when they came down the ramp because Oscar did her entrance, and she's usually more over the top. She usually goes up to the top rope and gets that wide shot. She did not get that wide shot. She went in the ring and like went to the corner. <laughs> I'm like, what? Is, what the hell is going on? And I said, oh, and then Naomi came out and Bully said the boo-boo face. Listen, man, <laughs> I was the king of the boo-boo face when I didn't want to do something. <laughs> it was going to get done, but it didn't mean I had to damn like it. <laughs> and, and I can see it. And as far as Shayna Baszler, man, listen, I, I sat, I talked to Dave yesterday and just like you just said, Shayna Baszler is in the mirror now, and she needs to say, listen, y'all fired everybody. Won't you just fire me? Because y'all killed me already. So let's go. And, and, and move on to your next chapter, because um, there is nobody more credible in the wrestling business than her. Nobody. Not Randy Orton, who is still my favorite wrestler. One of the guys that can do anything. He's the smoothest wrestler I've ever saw, outside of maybe Ric Flair, and can do everything, good, bad, indifferent. Shayna Baszler is still the most credible. She's got 
as many accolades as Riddle. She's got as many accolades as Bobby Lashley. Like all the guys that are shooters, why not give her what she deserves? And uh, I, you know, it's just hard for me to to see her in that role and not feel like somebody can write that better for her. Sirius XM presents an all-new exclusive podcast. Comic-Con begins. Comics, science fiction, monster movies, Star Trek, fantasy, Star Wars. Learn how a group of high school comic book fans, their children were going to the back of a dirty bookstore, started what became the biggest annual pop culture event in the world. Geeks are running Hollywood now. Comic-Con changed my life. Comic-Con begins, a six-part series. All episodes available to binge now on the Sirius XM app. Download today, free for most subscribers. What is the best show you've ever been to? Oh, shit. Bully, I... Best rock and roll show, best metal I... show. <sighs> Bully, I've been to like three or four hundred shows. I, uh, I probably, well, then... like for showmanship, two, two bands for showmanship. Uh, and I can't say to one specific show, Metallica and the Rolling Stones. Okay, so the Stones just come out there on a giant stage. And they play yeah. their music, right? Big yep, deal. Yeah, pretty much. But it's the Stones, <laughs> but big deal. It's just a big stage and a bunch of little English guys prancing around playing some really great music. Okay. I get yeah, it. Yeah, sure. That's what... Okay. <laughs> now, Metallica, little bit of a different story, especially Metallica's last stage, that big square stage that they uh, that rotated, I think. Like, that was cool. Yep. That was different. Lots of great laser lights, some flames, but it's the speed and the intensity at which Metallica plays that that makes it so special. Yes, a really strong show. But Kiss is a cont- an entirely different animal. From the minute they begin to the minute that curtain drops on Detroit Rock City until the minute that confetti blows uh, for uh, rock and roll all night, you're seeing a show and a spectacle that I don't think any other bands can do. Listen, Kiss borrowed from Alice Cooper, there's no doubt, and Alice is the king yeah. of the rock and roll spectacle horror show. Kiss just puts on something where, Ryan, if you've never seen them before, it's impossible to walk out of a Kiss show without a massive smile on your face because they have a way of bottling energy every single night and giving you something that you've never seen before. There's a reason why they say, you know, you wanted the best, you got the best, the hottest rock band in the world, Kiss. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it, not because I love Kiss so much, because I know what it's like to go out there and give people a show, and that's what Kiss does. They always give you a great show. Not a great concert, not a great performance, a great show. Um, So that's why I asked you about that, and... If you never, if you, this is it, this is the last time you're ever going to see them. So if you get a chance, if they come uh, come your way in Vegas, definitely check them out. Well, believe me, they are on my list, Bully. I've wanted to see Kiss now for at least 10 years because of the respect factor. The show, what about this? You said great shows I've seen. Roger Waters. You ever seen Roger? Would you? Could you compare Roger Waters to a Kiss show in terms of the visuals and the show? Because Roger, to me, that was one of the cooler shows I've ever seen. Uh, Roger Waters' rendition of The Wall um, is probably a bigger production than even Kiss does. I, I, yeah. When you talk about a show, yes, that is up there. That's more of a story to me than mm-hmm. a show. 
Kiss being more like a like a like a Vegas sh- like a Vegas show like you know uh, like a, a Cirque du Soleil meets Ringling Brothers and uh, you know everything like that. Roger Waters the Wall is just it, it's next level storytelling more on like a stage. Pr- more it's, like it's, Broadway, almost opera. Almost opera, yeah, opera. There, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in its in, in in its majesty, in which he brings it across. And uh, I'm a big Pink Floyd fan, and that story in itself. Could you imagine being Roger Waters and having everything taken away from you? Like Roger Waters is performing in you know in, in Boston and drawing about seven thousand people singing his songs, and and Floyd is in New York doing about a hundred thousand people singing Roger Waters songs. It's a it's it's one hell of a story. It really is. It really is. We're dropping music knowledge here on a Tuesday. So, like, when Mark and I get together, it's always really hard for us not to talk about food. When Bully and I get together, it's always really hard not to talk about rock. So, forgive us. We are getting back on track. What? What were you But wait, saying? let's talk about food for one second. I got to ask you. Because, uh, <laughs> okay. what, chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Have you yes. ever seen the girl one stroke a chicken wing? Because it's a thing to see. What, the girl as a Gabby Laspisa? <clears throat> Gabby, oh, yeah. hold She's on. Gabby, fan, crack the mic. Grabby, the chicken Grabby, Grabby, you, ca- Gabby, you destroy chicken wings in one <laughs> bite? Are you capable of doing this? Hold on. Wait. This is amazing. That's number one, of course. Number two, you calling me Grabby to Crabby because you got so excited <laughs> thinking about me eating a chicken wing might have been my favorite moment with you of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I, got, I, so ex- I wasn't aware got of excited this. and nervous all at the same at time. The same like, time. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't one stroke a chicken wing, we can't be friends because that's how you got to eat them sometimes. Also, too, and I don't know how Bully knows this. He's never seen me eat a chicken wing. So the fact that he just knows me well enough to know that that's how I can eat one if I needed to. Bully, I grew up bully with brothers. Everything. If you didn't eat quickly, you didn't eat. This is what I tell people. I gotta eat fast. But also, too, controversial, <laughs> controversial opinion. And I've talked to Bully about this before, Ryan. And I want your opinion. With the wings, are you like the flats or the drumstick or the wing? Yeah, the drumstick or the yeah. wing, even though that's not how you call it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm bully, I, bully, Gabby. Uh, I I can't believe we've never got to this conversation before with the three of us. Uh, I'm Brad. team drumstick all the way. I'm not. I'm an equal opportunity employer. Like I love flats as well, or an equal opportunity eater. My belly is not prejudiced, right? But if I had my druthers, if you were going to give me twenty five wings of what what like a certain size, I'm taking drummies all day. Much cleaner. I got a full beard. Much cleaner to eat. I agree to, with to, Ryan. See, see what happens. See what happens. I bring people together. See, see how this is. Look, look at the smiles <laughs> on everybody's faces right now. Oh talking God. about wings and one stroke in them. It, it, Ryan. <laughs> now you're excited, Gabby. <laughs> remember the scene from the movie? What was the What was the two aliens? Uh, we're from France. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Coneheads. Remember the way the daughter ate the sandwich in Coneheads? <laughs> yes. That's Gabby. <laughs> you take an entire, an entire hoagie and in one stroke, the entire hoagie, just slam it into her face hole. Blah, 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 blah. Look at her laughing right so, now. It's so true. So is Gabby is Gabby's new nickname one stroke, or would that take one on stroke. the wrong, con- wrong connotation? <laughs> I'm very happy Dave's not here. 
Goalie. <laughs> oh, LaGreca heard that one. He would turn into 12-year-old LaGreca. He'd be like, oh, yeah. Child. <laughs> Children. Uh, I had to, uh, I had to do food. my best Dave Le- I had to do my best Dave LaGreca here on a Tuesday. I'm sorry, Gabby. Sorry, it's one fine. stroke. I'm starving now. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.